Welcome to Feels Like Weezer, where we're discussing the band Weezer and all of their tracks, song by song, track by track, uh, one track at a time. This is Eric Nash. I'm from Almost Famous Minute. And I'm Zach Franking-Smith. You can follow me on Twitter at The Informal Log. Uh, and today we have a special guest. Hello, my name is Condra. I am from Amateur Nerds Present, which is a Movies by Minute podcast. We just finished our first film, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Welcome to the show, Condra. Thank hey. you. So excited to have you. I'm very excited to be here. Eagle-eared listeners may remember that uh, we had somebody else who was on Fantastic Mr. Fox Minute, who is of a relation of yours. He is. He is my brother. He's my younger brother. He's the other half of the amateur nerds. I'm so sorry. Like, it's okay. How long I get until over you become it. professional nerds? Um, when we finally start making some money. Oh yeah, of course. Uh-huh, jokes on you. You're not going to get that in podcasting. I know. So what are we talking about today, Eric? Uh, today is the uh, fifth track from Pinkerton: Across the Sea. Uh-huh. I have lots of Little thoughts. <laughs> Good. Yeah, well, yeah, what are That's your what we like some some initial couple initial thoughts there, Conja? I used to couple. think this song was an absolute bop and then I started listening to the lyrics and I got a little older. It's the theme of Pinkerton, honestly. It's this great until I listen to the lyrics. I mean, Weezer's lyrics in general kind of make Weezer Weezer, but at the same time, the music of this song, I would say, is just very, like, iconic Weezer. Like, if I wanted someone to, like, understand Weezer in a song, this might be one of the songs I play. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. I'm okay with most of the lyrics until one certain one that we'll talk about, which I'm pretty sure everybody knows. But overall, I mean, I like the song. Uh, it's, it's definitely not one that I skip. Like, pretty much from here on... The album's okay, uh, for me at least. I think that, you know, it's... Uh, the Good Life and El Scorcho are just uh, top-notch. And then after that, I'm kind of like, eh, whatever. But, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of lukewarm on this one now, uh, after doing a deep dive into it. But what about you, Eric? Um, well, I, th- I think one that... I, I really like your your take, Condra, of it being something that, that you could introduce uh, people to. Uh, to get a to get a take on Weezer, um, because because I, I I've found just only because we're doing this, <laughs> um, I've it really reminded me of I wouldn't have thought it for any other reason I don't think, but with its with its building mm-hmm. you know throughout the song it's just building and building and building, it, so it's reminding me of my favorite from the Blue Album that we all know about, we all went through <laughs> together I think um, yeah. only in dreams. Yeah. You know, I can see uh, parallels there. It's maybe not lyrically, but yeah. musically for sure. <laughs> no. Yeah, and the the build in this one is so 
uh, like it's slow. You know, when you when you when you think about the song, it's it's kind of like waves almost, like you're going across the sea. You know, where it goes kind of up and then it slows down, up and slows down. <laughs> I'm just pulling that out of my butt, but mm-hmm. um, right at right at the uh, right at the start, you hear that little laugh in the background, which I didn't notice until I listened with the headphones. But that's our boy Pat Wilson, the drummer. Condra, I didn't know if you were aware. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I'll no, yeah, yeah, no, I know, Pat. I'm I've seen really? Weezer a bunch of times live. Oh. Yeah. Oh, cool. So frustrating. Yeah. I saw them play the Blue Album in full, and then I saw them for the White Album tour, and I just saw them two months ago, three months ago. Yeah, I've seen them three times. We missed, um, so they were touring, they came up to New England and did two nights of shows, one night full Blue mm-hmm. Album, one night full Pinkerton. Um, my brother and I were a little too young, so my parents thought it would be a better idea to take us to full Blue Album than, fl- than full Solid Pinkerton, choice. which I completely agree with, because about two years later, I got super into Pinkerton, and I was like, yeah, no, I would not have appreciated that show at that point mm. in my life. So... Yeah, they the first half was greatest hits, and then the second half of the show was full blue album, and that was up through Ratitude at that point. Maybe the garbage album. Um, excuse me. Ratitude's the worst. Fight me. Um, mm, no. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Make believe. Uh, okay, (laughs) that's a hot take. We'll have to have you back for Make Believe and Ratitude. Uh, okay. You gotta... Yeah. Oh, okay. I will talk about Ratitude any day. I love that album. Ratitude. Okay, here we go. Let, hear me out here. <laughs> Ratitude has two really good songs, and the rest is just misogynistic trash. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll get If you're you wondering that. if I want you to, I want you to is so great. Uh, and um, Thought I Knew. Nope, that one's on Red Album. Uh no, God, what is it? Uh, oh, You know maybe. what I'm talking about. Well, I like Love is the Answer off that album. That's oh, like that my didgeridoo jam off. Oh, that didgeridoo garbage? God. Excuse you. Yeah, oh, don't. Didgeridoo either. is Australian. <laughs> that no, I is understand. Hindi beautiful. Yeah, I know it's not a didgeridoo. It was the first thing that popped into my head. <laughs> uh, what, it, it's sitar. Sitar. Yeah. Uh, Yes, I'm a fan of the sitar. It just doesn't belong in my Weezer. Thank you very much. It is a bad album. Uh, we're talking about going to the mall? Excuse me. Why are you going to the mall, Weezer? What are you doing, Rivers? Hanging out at the mall. Hanging out in the food court. Riding the escalator. Terrible. It felt... It feels very them, though, post-Red Album. After Pork and Beans and their meme-tacular music videos. I'm so glad that you mentioned the wonderful music video, because nobody else has mentioned it. And I just want to talk about the Pork and Beans music video, but we have like two years before we get to that. Oh, I will um, I will so come back. Pork and Beans was like my introduction to YouTube. Oh my god, it's YouTube Rewind before YouTube Rewind. Exactly. That's what I always say. Um, okay, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about Across the Sea here. Um um, um, uh, before we really get back, uh, you, you, were, you were talking about live stuff. Yeah. So the thing there is, is that uh, we're just coming off uh, the announcement mm-hmm. of the, the new uh, tour. Of the, yeah, the tour with Green Day and Fallout Boy, and what's it called? Hella? Is it Hella something? Hella Mega. Hella Mega. Yeah. I will yeah. be going. It's three I, bands I love seeing. I want to see them. I'm excited. 
as much as I love being married and having a child, this is one of those moments where I'm like, you know what? It would be great if I was single because I just take the summer off and just travel and follow the tour. Um, that would be my Grateful Dad because it's it's just like three really formative bands for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Weezer especially. I mean, like this was Pinkerton was my jam back in high school, and then I'm like, I'm an adult. This is garbage. Um, yeah, but I mean, Green Day. Is so great. I mean, just their, especially their older stuff. I'm sorry, the newer stuff isn't that great. Oh yeah, and no. You're, Fallout you're Boy. Right. I mean, come on, like, that's that's peak high school Zach right there. I think it's fantastic too. Their last two out of three tours has one of the pop punk icons of the 2000s. Mm-hmm. They toured with Panic at the Disco too. Oh yeah. So, it's. It's a ton- I'm very excited that they're trying with Fall Out Boy because it'll be my excuse to finally see Fall Out Boy. There you go. And nobody can make fun of you because you're like, I want to go see Green Day and Weezer. Yeah. But also and I'm Fall really... And Fall Boy. And Fall Out Boy. You just put that at the end, you know, a really quiet little uh, Oh, subscript. no, I say that proudly. I went and saw Fall Out Boy and Weezer and, then, and Green Day. If, 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 if I get my seen- job to, to one of the shows, then I guess I will have to actually purposefully listen <laughs> go about listening to fallout boy because <laughs> i fallout boy really took a anything. weird turn you know oh, yeah. in 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 their more modern stuff i feel like oh. because it fallout boy was really that like emo pop punk kind of thing um and now it's just it was it, it they've turned into like just a straight up rock band i feel like um mm-hmm. without all the the emo goodness that we all love from that era Young and Menace, though, definitely has some roots to their emo, <laughs> emo times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we wouldn't have Fallout Boy without Pinkerton, let's be honest. Very true. So, um, yeah, Way very excited. Yeah. I know, right? I'm really good at segues. <laughs> Can't ride one, but... Yeah, there's a song we have to talk about. Uh, so... Uh, this this was inspired by a letter from a fan that Rivers received. Um, somebody from Japan actually like wrote this letter, and a lot of the stuff that he talks about was what was in it. Um, as of 2006, he has not contacted her, so shame. I hope that remains the case. Yeah. Just saying. I, I, well, I, I think that's probably best for all parties involved. Well, and, and I mean, he is currently married and happy yeah he's so, like married and stuff yeah on, only kids. should that you know relationship dissolve or something unfortunately It'd be quite unfortunate i hate, <laughs> right. hate for anyone for that to happen almost anyone um but uh yeah so yeah but 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 the thing would be you know if they get past this song <laughs> and it's documentation right. somewhat um, with I, I imagine some liberties taken here or there, I would hope um, uh, that uh, I mean they would actually the the age gap would certainly not be as much as it was because <laughs> because right. did, did, yeah. did, did you say twenty he's twenty four this time and she right right mm-hmm. here in the very it's the very first line I keep looking at and keep reading, rereading <laughs> while we're talking eighteen so six year the six yep. year age gap back then was a bit on the creepy side but uh nowadays i mean you know for their ages now or 
even right. 20 years yeah, from yeah, now yeah, yeah. would be fine but it, it would still be this like I, like I was saying it would there would still be this weirdness besides that of of mm-hmm. this history in a sense right i mean it, it's like this is one of those things where like if you were to see it in a hallmark movie it would be the cutest thing in the whole wide world <laughs> you know like you would just eat that up mm-hmm. but then rivers is like hey how do you masturbate and it just goes off the rails you know like why do you why do you care like it's 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 honestly it's very sweet up until that point and i'm like okay i was happier not knowing what that word was even the the mention of like the envelope like that's where for me it like i'm like okay you went from kind of nice and appreciative and like cool ish and then you just got real weird well it's it's like that that first part of to catch a predator you know when the guy first walks Mm -hmm. into the room um you know and he's trying to be nice and sweet and everything uh and then chris hansen comes out after he says you know how do you touch yourself he's like why don't you have a seat rivers this is we need to talk about this. But, oh, oh man. It's, it's just, it, it's a, it's a weird lyric, I think. I mean, for any song, you know, I mm. mean, if it was, even if it was about, you know, a consensual relationship, it's a very strange, <laughs> strange thing to say. So, so the, the word here that is crazy for me is the word monk. And I just, you know, I was, I thought, I thought it might be Mark. <laughs> I don't know how that makes sense, but... <laughs> Um, but still, it's it's this whole idea here that at ten I shaved my head and tried to be a monk, and he thought the older women oh yeah would like him. But that's a ten, you know. And I, I'm always misheard that lyric um, uh-huh. as like the elder ones, um, <laughs> you know, because he, it comes right off of saying monk, and I'm immediately at like Mortal Kombat, and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the elder ones would like me better, um, but then after after he does the "It's all your fault, mom," like that singing part, the only part I hear is "God damn, this business is really lame." And then after that, it's just <laughs> yeah, uh, oh yeah. Like I actually read the lyrics and know what it's saying for the first time in my life. Same. Um, which, which is saying something considering how much I listen to this album. So. Yeah, it, it, it's really, it's just, it's a really interesting choice to mumble your way through a song um, when you're not branded as a mumble artist, you know, um, but Rivers does it for whatever reason. There's something to it, too, where the content kind of shifts and the this, like, talking about him becoming a monk and his mother and all that sort of stuff that that had nothing to do with the first half so i genuinely never knew the lyrics until like the of this bridge and then the third verse until like looking them up but i'm like it's such a topic shift maybe i just never wanted to know because i have (laughs) like it doesn't connect well he's he's blaming his mom for his uh inability to be with women that's what it is yeah um and like i just 
after after coming right off of the of the previous verse and then talking about your mother it's it's a little weird um you know like i don't i don't think you want to have the phrase touching yourself and then talking about your mother within like a minute of each other like I, that's just my point of view and, you know unless you're like talking about oedipus there really shouldn't be an unless in that situation. I'm sorry. <laughs> so that's really all I've got uh, for this for this song. Um, as, as, far, as far as lyrics go, I mean, as far as anything goes, anything. Okay. Oh yeah. I absolutely love the build of this song, though, in the end, like, that absolute, like, just shouting and, like, head-bangingness mm-hmm. to it. That really just, I think that's what clinches it as such a Weezer thing for me. Mm-hmm. It's just how how intense it gets, even though it's, like, nerdy rocker. And how it, how it changes, you know? Yes. Like, you really get the whole spectrum of Weezer in, like, a, a minute period, you know? Um, so I kind of have three things. Uh, one is the the vocals, and especially at the beginning. But uh, you know, like like you're just saying, that it, it does kind of get into the into the emo scream a little bit there um, uh, towards the end. Uh, but I I just it popped in my head the word plaintive, and so I even checked it out, googled real quick, and got definition. Or, or well, actually, the definition is I don't I don't know is. Sounding sad and mournful, but there's a couple of these words that are for the synonyms that that really stood out for me, like the the like the pathetic, maybe, um, pitiful, mm-hmm. um, grief stricken, a little bit maybe, Sounds... broken hearted, broken hearted definitely, <laughs> you know, yeah, oh yeah, so definitely, there's at least a dozen more of them, but they're but I think they're less less uh helpful for this but then um so then the uh two much more instrument type uh things uh i i I just wanted to mention throughout there is the guitars uh for roughly half of it you know in in the middle roughly and so forth uh is if if you are listening a lot closer and with headphones um than i than i normally do when i'm just driving in my car and i'm just singing along um, mm-hmm. it's, there's, there's these nice, there's these little erratic kind of, not necessarily notes being struck because it's not, I don't think it's so much, uh, uh, in, you know, truly intended playing of certain mm-hmm. notes, but it's just little extra notes that are, you know, like as, as a guitar blips. player, you know, it's, it's your, you know, your, uh, you, you, you just happen to hit a couple more. Uh, uh, of the uh, of the strings that aren't meant to be hit for to, to for a certain chord. Mm-hmm. And it just it just seems like they're there, but they're kind of little, like they're like just like little, just like slightly slightly time shifted, maybe <laughs> just just to just to be right. a little more little more pronounced. Um. And and then and then it's just the uh, there's there's just a little bit of the and we'll get them again next song. Um, a little bit of a, a crazy drum fill um i, I mm-hmm. think it's definitely more prominent in the next song but um but uh, in, in this one it's 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 pretty much like right 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 
really close to the halfway point of the song. It's it's the it's in the uh, the the chorus prior to the guitar solo. So after verse seven mm-hmm. two, the instrumentation in this in this song is great. I mean, honestly, like the music mm-hmm. is fantastic. As most of this album, like the music in this album is amazing, yeah. but it's just lyrically is really where it brings everything down in a lot of these songs. I think the only one where it doesn't is The Good Life, honestly. <laughs> so, um, But, Kondra, do you have anything else? I'm trying to think. No, I'm just going through the rest of the album in my head, and I'm like, I like Butterfly, but it's such a weird song, too. Like That is a really weird song. <laughs> We're going to talk with Tyler about that one. So. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Um, I that used to be my uh, I guess I'll I'll say it now. Uh, even though I should be saving this material for the song, but that every burned CD I made for somebody, I always tagged that at the end because oh. I felt like it was such a great CD closer. Um, which and, it absolutely is. So did they? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The one time I agree with early River Squalo. Please that. Please be the only thing that you agree with him. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, now, at least, you know, as a as a teen, I was definitely more into, like, the, yeah, man, ladies are mean. Um, but, you know, growing up, I'm like, ah, no, certain people are just mean. It doesn't matter your gender. Great. What, uh, who covered this song, Eric? So covers? We only got, only got the two. We just have... The uh, Vitamin String Quartet and Rockabye Baby, and, and those are those are you know, I mean I understand I, I I can definitely hear the the first part of this song on the Rockabye Baby. It is, I it don't is want very to. soft and lullaby ish kind mm-hmm. of, but uh, I, I assume they don't ramp it up quite as much. <laughs> Well, and it's good that they take the lyrics out, too. Yeah. Because, like, I, you know, if I'm trying to get my daughter to sleep, I really don't want to hear just the entirety of the second verse. You know? Like, quit sensually talking about licking an envelope. Like, this is weird. It's weird, man. Get self-sticking ones. What's wrong with you? God. So, so, uh, so Zach, what, what uh, rating would you give this song? Oh boy. Um see this is this is one of those hard ones because it's like the music is really good and like yes it's the lyrics are creepy but it is a really well written song um lyrically uh and if I think if it was anybody other than you know Rivers Cuomo we'd be saying it's a, a pretty well written song and not all that creepy. Um I'm gonna I don't know. It. I think I would still call it creepy regardless. Just Fair. putting it out there. So I'm giving it a 5.5. 5. I'm hovering right around that 5, too. I just, the lyrics really, especially that second verse, just like kill it. I love, love, love the music. And I think if there were no lyrics, this would be an absolute jam. Uh-huh. I have never seen it live and think, I hope I never see it live. Um, just because I don't You'd know. You'd be the how only I person would... in the audience booing? No, because, like, well, even, like, so I saw Ringo Starr a few years ago, and he won't play um, You're 16, You're Beautiful in Your Mind anymore because he thinks it's creepy. (laughs) He's like, I'm 72 years old. It's weird. And, like, 
I feel like River doesn't have that about him, so like Well I when he plays it, I feel like it would still be weird. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure when he same. first did it he was about thirty, so Right. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of weird then too. <laughs> Maybe not well, for of that time, but as much. But I'm not sure if he if they do play this live anymore. I don't think they play really I, anything off of Pinkerton. They play Pink Triangle fairly regularly. I've seen oh, that right. all three times. Um, which is problematic in its own ways, but yes, yeah. Oh no, <laughs> I can go off on that forever. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say a five. Okay. And Eric, um, we're waiting with bated breath. Yeah, and because I care so much less about lyrics than <laughs> <laughs> so many other people, it seems like, that, especially that's been on uh, for uh, this album. Um, I'm going to have to go with... Hmm. I'm going to have to do an eight. I kind of figured you were going to go with yeah. eight. I'm sitting thinking like, I, like he's yeah. going to say eight. Yeah. I look back and I see El Scorcho there at 8.5, and I just can't go higher than that, that's for sure. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I get it. I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I if I was in the same mindset as you with, I'm just like, I'm going to focus on the music, not going to focus on what they're saying, I would probably agree. But I just can't. Can't. Oh, yeah. So uh, if that's it, okay. uh, Contra, do you want to remind us where you're from? Sure. I am a from a Movies by Minute podcast. My brother and I are the amateur nerds. We just finished up our first season, which was Fantastic Mr. Fox, the 2009 Wes Anderson film. We are about to start our hiatus episodes, which will be Dr. Horrible sing-along blog. And then we are coming back strong in probably 2020 with Wildcat Minute, in which we are going to be going over the DCOM classic high school musical what? oh my god get your head in the game get get you get your head in the game i so you're love, coming to our film <laughs> i i unironically love high school musical uh, hard same it was it was my wife's favorite movie in like sixth grade or whatever whenever it came out uh she watched the tape until it broke uh and so like for one of our first dates we watched high school musical you know kind of as a joke and i'm like you know what this is actually pretty good um high school musical 2 on the other hand hot gold don't even (laughs) Uh, bet on it bet on it is the cinematography's gold forever and always honestly that was the best part of the movie i laughed for a solid like two minutes like just solid like i was wheezing because okay, so Eric, I'm assuming you haven't seen High School Musical Correct. too. Yes. I'm just gonna go out on a limb here. So there's a scene where Zach Efron is dancing on uh, you a know golf a, a, a golf course, yeah. And so he looks into this pond while he's singing, <laughs> and it's like the it, I I can't describe the beauty of it. Uh, it's, it's like perfect. this. Oh God, they superimpose like, the like him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so he, you think it would look like that, but it's it's terrible. So they like superimpose this like side image of Zac Efron crouching uh, into the water, you know, like kind of like you're viewing the water at the side, uh, and so yeah. that's how Zac Efron should be. Like it's a mirror, but it's not. He's also like singing he, back to himself. 
Yes. Oh, it's so great. Uh, just just look up bet on it on YouTube. It is j- it is a solid choice in your life. And you know what? Sometimes you just got to go your own way. That's Thank you. Thank you. Oh, God. <laughs> it's all <laughs> just fabulous. I mean, it's it it is. I'm trying to work in that one about the fish, but I don't think that's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, no, don't. Um, okay, all right. I know we're soaring, we're flying. Uh, and there's not a star in heaven that we can't reach, but we should probably ramp up this episode. We may even bop to the top. Bop, bop, bop right to the top. Oh, man. Oh, God. Tyler's never seen it either, so I'm so excited. I I just, I, I don't want him to watch ahead at all. I want him to experience it minute by minute. Uh, Tell him. Tell him when he's on in a couple weeks. Oh god, I'm so excited. Because we'll, so we won't excited. start, so. Um, so yeah, we're doing uh, Dr. Horrible first, so. I do love Dr. Horrible. That is that is another great uh, web show, I guess. Um, do you have a Twitter or something you can, we we can follow? We do. A centralized... We are, uh, we are at Amateur Nerds on the Twitter, and we have our little Podbean website that's amateurnerds.podbean.com but we are also on all the podcatchers so you can find us there too uh eric where can Mm -hmm. we find you um so as i said at the beginning um the other uh my currently ongoing uh podcast is almost famous minute and actually at the time of this release it might be the other one might be back Watchmen Minute could be back for the uh, some episode-by-episode episode recaps of the HBO show as well. And then you can always also find me on Twitter for those things as well. Twitter and Facebook for those things as well as uh, my own personal at Lucky Mustard. And I'm Zach Fracking-Smith. You can follow me on Twitter at The Informal Log. Um, if you want to follow the show, if you want to chat with us, uh, you can join the uh, Feels Like Wiesner Listener Society on Facebook. Um, you can like our page on Facebook as well to always stay up to date with everything Feels Like Weezer. Uh, you could send us an email at feelslikeweezer at gmail.com. Still haven't got anything in that inbox. I'd really like something um, besides me fighting with the Podbean people. Um, and follow us on Twitter at Feels Like Weezer. Um, also, we have shirts. Right, Eric? That's right. tpublic.com slash user at tpublic.com slash user slash Lucky Mustard. You can find uh, some Feels Like Weezer shirts as well as Almost Famous Minute. And a couple Weird others. how that happens. Uh, yeah, the shirts are actually pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I bought... Because, no, you know, it's like... I mean, is it cool to wear your own podcast merch? Yes. Or is it kind of like if you're in a band, you know, you shouldn't be wearing your own band shirt? Um, either way, we have some pretty cool... Those Helvetica... Uh, uh, shirts. We have the one with uh, all the albums, so like blue and green and red and blue and white and teal and black. Um, so yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's a uh, we got some we got some pretty cool stuff. Uh, buy our shirts, put us on your chest. Um, there's ones and, with our faces on them. You could put on like a sticker. And there's even also a a, uh, a button. Now there's a button for yeah. I I know uh, for for this show I did do the. Uh, dark side of Weezer button um, created yeah. that made that made sure that that looked decent. 
looked good, and yeah. I've even had one person buy it and put it on a on their bag. What? Well, uh, Look at that! Is it another, you? Another M by M person. Oh, okay. Well, either way, but, that's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, um, the awesome shirt that uh, who was it? Brian was wearing in uh, the "Say It Ain't So" music video. You can uh, have that one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, buy our stuff. Some, some kind of uh, uh, thunder trooper or or lightning trooper, something like that. Is that right? Something something yeah. like uh, is uh, like that white armor helmet. I, I think it's like a Stark Trooper, uh, Stark, is what oh, it Stark is. Yeah. You know, uh, it's st- <laughs> I I just uh, something maybe like Emperorial Trooper. I don't know. I just it's uh, it's really weird. I I hear it's from this uh, this this movie called Space Conflict. Um, a current w- uh, joy. I couldn't figure out a new hope. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Condra. We don't know how to end podcasts. Thank you so much for having me. And we'll hopefully have you back for uh, Green. We'll definitely have you back for Make Believe and Ratitude. Right. Um, we won't just give people who hate Ratitude <laughs> Ratitude. So the one person who actually enjoys that album will be on the podcast. Huzzah! Um, <laughs> It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com. Code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.